This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Newsflash, there are some people out there that get naked in a trusting, long-lasting, monogamous relationship in which they share their intimate feelings and thoughts and desires and dreams and hopes and fears along with bodily fluids, okay? Intimacy is a lie. Whatever, Matt. You're a a cynic when it comes to monogamy. Mm Mm-hmm. I run a clinic on being a cynic. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show... Um, I'm Addison Todd, joining my co-host Matt Hume. Here I am, over a, here. A man who is a cynical monogamist that just that just came out. That wasn't planned beforehand at all. That's the best way to put it, though, because you're cynical of the whole thing. I'm, I mean, Monogamy as a whole. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm not monogamous with anybody right now. Well, Besides oh, so you're myself. still using your left hand? Yeah, just oh. myself. Just me. Well, that's why you're not monogamous. Did you not get that? Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. And 30 seconds in, we're already into masturbatory jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. Now, anyhow, uh, where should we start? Let's start here. We should start at the beginning. Um, How was your Thanksgiving, Matt? It, you Did you get any time off work? Um, I was off on Thursday and Friday. Oh, there you go. Okay, so, so I was Thanksgiving. Too bad. What'd you do? Give me the play by play. Um, went over to my, uh, my mom's house. There you go. Hung out with everybody. Traditional had turkey a dinner. Time. Yeah, had yeah. a pretty good time. Yeah. Um, lifted about like six or seven. That night? Yeah. Um, to head to Walmart? Or no, no. Where were you going? No Black Friday shopping. Came back here um, to the ha- to the apartment and uh, everybody hung out. Me, Jason, and... Uh, everybody, right. Yeah, uh, Jason's brother and his wife. Um, we played uh, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Uh, did a little puff puff. Uh, pass a Thanksgiving, then, uh, a Thanksgiving tradition, by the way. Yeah, is the Super Smash Brothers. Um, and then uh, we had all brought leftovers from our respective. Oh, nice! So a little potluck of leftovers. Basically, yeah. there you go. A little stoner potluck. A little stoner. That's With amazing. Smash Brothers. It's it's incredibly sad, but yeah. amazing at the same time. Yeah. Um, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's here's biggest thing for my Thanksgiving. Went to uh, went to uh, my mom's house. Yeah. And as is kind of tradition in our, and my, my mom's house, is everybody watch a movie like that night. Oh, okay. Like lay on the couch, it's a half life. pass out, watch a movie. No, no. No, nothing like It's a Wonderful Life. Incredible no. movie. No, the opposite. Do not diss It's a Wonderful Life. The opposite of It's a Wonderful Life. We, we watched The Purge Anarchy. <laughs> the Purge 2 Anarchy. Hold on. First off, let me just say, I believe there's all sorts of porn. Okay? There's violence porn. There's language porn. There's sexual, there's sexual porn. porn. Yeah. Uh, and what 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 separates? There's nerd porn. There's nerd phones. What, what and TVs separates and porn from not porn, right? Or entertainment porn from entertainment. Well, you're still. I mean, you still have a camera. You're still filming. You still yeah. have dialogue and lines. You still have sets. But what makes a porno different from a movie? A movie. I just see where you're going with this. Sex and violence and drugs and language. To tell the story, and drama or whatever, yeah. it's it's a it's it's strokes and wish you brush. You're painting a picture 
mm-hmm. and you're using those mediums of violence and sex to tell the story. Yeah. Okay. It has to be apropos to the story. Yeah. If it's, however, just violence for violence' sake, and you're watching the movie just to see how people die or to see all the crazy, stupid, effed up things that people would do in a situation like that. Yeah. And you're, you're doing this movie to watch people act like animals. It's pornography. And my mom was sitting on the couch with me watching porn. And like 20 minutes up in the movie, I'm, I get up and I'm like, you know what? This is porn. This is violence porn. In the middle. And you yeah. definitely did that too. I don't even have to ask yeah. you. If I, anybody else told me that, I'd be like, hold on. You really did that? But you, I know you did it was that. My sister Jean, my sister Maggie, Sarah, yeah. Sam. And so what did they... They were so all, what did people say or what did nothing they just kept on watching it there were a couple of points though my mom was like oh my god oh I, like just I wanted to watch Tuch- Tucker and Dale versus Evil okay okay are you familiar with the movie I'm not I've heard it's of it it's on Netflix it's a it's a it's great horror flick and it's a comedy okay, okay. it's in the vein of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz all right okay all right you you watch it you'll love it okay um there's a there's Very comedic a little, violence, a little language and some like. Final Destinations type violence. Okay. Where it's it's an interesting way that somebody died, like they get impaled in a weird way. Anyway. So like like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Yeah. So, but it was Tucker and Dale versus Evil is R. This movie, Purge Anarchy, which is PG-13. Which doesn't mean anything anymore. We've never talked about the ratings board, but it's a joke. It doesn't mean anything at all. I'm sure this, the Purge, their studio paid... Uh, the MPAA, yeah, to get a PG thirteen rating or remove specific things. Yes. Have you ever seen that documentary on Netflix? This film has not yet been rated. No. It's got Kevin Smith in it. He's one of the people they interview. But no, yeah, uh, no. and it's wild because they'll be like, I've heard that remove this pubic hair, and we'll give you, literally this. Yeah. They'll, they'll say they'll like remove this one gliding shot of a nipple, and we'll and give you'll get you PG thirteen. Yeah, and we'll give you two F. And F-bombs. you can you can behead people the whole third act. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. It's ridiculous. It's bananas. But there was one scene in which this guy literally used GD and the F-bomb at least a dozen times. In a PG-13? And he's screaming and like like threatening to shoot Railing people and, and like, right. hitting, oh, like hitting somebody. Right. And just like, I'm like, this is PG-13? And so just because of the rating, they were like, we'll watch, we'll watch this. this ju- PG-13 rating justifies all this violence. And R, it's a comedy that people would have actually enjoyed. And, yeah, and had a... A giggle or two. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. Why would we want to watch a story in which and be polluted by an R-rated film? Yeah, as well, Matt. It's the same thing with like Twenty Eight Days Later. Okay, Twenty Eight Days, Twenty Eight Days, and Twenty Eight Days Later as, uh-huh. as movies. Yeah. I know we're, we're talking about movies a lot, but it's there. There's no background to the characters. The characters is just you insert any any character in or out of the main characters, uh-huh. and you have the same thing. It's all about the zombie porn. Yeah, okay? that's what Twenty Eight that, that franchise is about. The Purge is about violence porn. Characters don't matter. Who's what's happening to them doesn't matter. It's violence porn. Yeah. Anyway, as, and and seriously, I was I was like, I said to my mom, I'm like, I I got a freaking hard drive full of stories, and uh, and yeah, no one wants to buy them, but they'll buy this trash. <laughs> I was I was pissed. I was pissed. That's I I, I was. That's great. No, I was like, this is this is dumb. And I yeah. I sent my mom a bunch of texts afterwards. I'm like, this is just. It's stupid. It annoys me. I, and I wasn't angry. I was just annoyed that, yeah. like, my family would want to. My, my family grew up storytellers. Like, we grew up reading. We know good story. We know good plot. Yeah. And, we're, and here we're, you are watching the on Purge Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving we're, we're of all wa- days. We're watching murder porn. Yeah. It, it, it's. There is no hope for humanity. Like, not even my problem, family yeah. gets it anymore. 
Not even my family gets it anymore, so why should I expect anybody else to? Oh, man. I know, right? That coupled with what I was saying before we uh-huh. came on the air, on the yeah. air, but before we started recording. Storytelling is dead. Storytelling is dead. It's just... <laughs> Although I did, I am enjoying Orphan, Orphan Black. I just started watching that, so... A TV or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's TV. It's a okay. TV show. BBC America. Nice. Orphan Black. Check uh, it out. Real quick on TV. Did you see what was posted upon the internet today? About? House of Cards. Oh, yeah. Season 22715. Yeah. yeah. Whoopty freaking do. Oh, whatever. You love you love, you love love that. Oh, it's going to be fun once once it come out, comes out and I'm going to watch it and then I hope that it's, it's over. It's over. Yeah. I really do too. It's season three. Needs Speaking to of that, we need season. to revive TV Teardown. Yeah. Either before then or in conjunction with then, because I would like to do some commentary on that. Yeah. But anyways, I had an interesting conversation. You shared an anecdote. I'll share one as well. There were a lot of ones over the weekend, but uh, here, here's one. <laughs> um, Saturday, Friday morning. Saturday morning? Must have been Friday morning. Doesn't matter. Not pertinent. Yeah. Getting breakfast at a local... Basically a Greasy Spoon there in Branson. Mm-hmm. It's Starvin' Marvin's. It's a breakfast buffet. Yeah. So uh, Southern style. Just because daddy's thin doesn't mean daddy can't eat. Oh, sure. I was getting the biscuits and gravy, getting a big bowl of grits. Like, I got the straight-up yogurt bowl for grits, whereas most people will put a spoonful upon their plate. No, no, no. Daddy's getting a bowl of grits and a plate of food. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I digress. Sitting there at breakfast. And we're with my wife's cousin and her husband. And they're talking about, we're all talking about our plans for the day. Some people are going to Silver Dollar City. Some people are going to go shopping here and on and on and on. And she goes, uh, Just let me interject. Do they ever get tired of Silver Dollar City in Branson? Do they ever get tired of it? My family, or my wife's side, that side of my wife's family, no, they do not. I mean, they live really close, right? Her grandparents, well, her grandparents work there. Okay. So yeah, her grandpa works in the wood carving shop, and then her grandma works in the. It's basically a build a bear, but it's a it's in the it's a theme park build a bear, for Silver Dollar City. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, no. So we were discussing about what we're gonna do, and her her cousin, and her husband have two small boys. One's one year old, and the other one's a couple months, eight or ten months, or whatever it is. And they're like, "Well, we're gonna go into the city today, so we can get pictures with Santa Claus." Hmm. Yeah. As you do, it's a tradition for some people, so be it. I would never do it. I wouldn't either, and here's why. And because, okay, so her aunt, my wife's cousin's mother, right, my, my wife's aunt, she goes, she's like, Addison, why would you, because they asked, they're like, well, do you want to take Lucas to, you know, my son, oh, yeah. they're like, well, you want to take Lucas to go, to, to, and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I just responded like that over breakfast, I'm just, no. And she's like, oh, are you, and she immediately, and this is what's interesting as it re- pertains to this show and how we talk about things, she immediately thought that it was a, a, for a religious reason. Mm-hmm. That I was one of those Santa's ruining Christmas. Yeah. You know, how dare you call it Xmas Jesus or abbreviated Xmas. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Jesus is the reason for the season. Sure. And she's like, oh, are you one of the. And she started on that line. And I said, I said, no, 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 no. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care. Those, I just don't like stupid things. Well, I said, yeah. I was like, those, those kids, can, those people can believe whatever they want about Santa Claus and his evil mission to destroy Christ out of Christmas and the people that are way into Santa Claus can believe that too but I said and this was so <laughs> effing poignant I said honestly it comes down to this why 
would I do anything? Santa Claus, Halloween, anything, any of those types of things, or any of those things that we all do mm-hmm. for my son that furthers misinformation. Yeah. I said, even even if it's a casual thing of, you know, oh, Santa delivered the gifts, but daddy bought them or whatever. Yeah. I said, why would I ever give my kids that misinformation? And it was a very logical, and I was very proud of myself because that's truly the reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about the Jesus is the reason, yada, yada, yada. No, I just don't want my kid thinking that Christmas, number one, is about a fat dude in red suit, and number two, that he somehow brings you, because that's all misinformation. Yeah. Why would you ever tell your kids, and I told her this, to, to nail the point home, I go like this, I said, I said, I'll be honest with you, that goes for everything. I said, the first time that he asked me where, where babies come from, I don't care how old he is, mm. I'm going to tell him. I said, I said I'm going to look him in the eye and tell him. Now, if he's four or five years old, I'm not going to go diagram deep. Yeah, yeah. If it's just on deep, uh, I'm not going to go full blown. This is how it happens, son. But I'm going <laughs> to full blown. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to answer the questions as they come in an honest way. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to stork or I'm not going to you know from the hospital. No, no, no. I don't I don't want to do anything that is going to lead my kid to misinformation. And then I went super depressing. And the final thing I said to her was, I said I said the sooner that he learns about death and taxes mm-hmm. and that hard work is the only thing that will get you anything, Yeah, the better. I said, forget Santa Claus, forget Halloween, forget all that garbage. I said, I said he needs to be looking towards his 16th birthday when he can walk out of my house and get a job. Mm. I hate the fact you're going to be one of Just those Just hammered dads. right in. Uh, no, like, okay, so... The you know re- what I mean, though? Like, no, the realism is good, it, but... Misinformation. Yeah, There's yeah. a shit ton yeah. of it out there yeah. with the internet and everything else. So why would I add? Daddy should be the one that he goes to and knows if I ask my daddy about drugs, and alcohol, and sex, yeah. or Santa Claus, even like those were all darker things, or something like Santa Claus. He's going to tell me the truth. Yeah. Whatever daddy tells me is going to be the truth. Yeah. Like you hear these people, you know? Oh, I thought I thought you know babies came from. A washing machine until I was ten years old. Ha ha. Nope, not my kid. Yeah, my mommy, kids, com- my mommy kid. comes from the washing machine, but babies <laughs> don't come from the washing machine. <laughs> mommy should go to the washing machine more often, but that's all. I'll, 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 I'll. Anyways, moving on. It was call great your, Thanksgiving. Call, call your package the washing machine. Okay. All right. I see what you did there. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, misinformation. Uh, no, I, I, I think I think that uh, the tradition of visiting the mall Santa. It's just another way the government teaches uh, little children how to stand in line. It's all about damn, dude. That's actually a really good point. It's all about. It's all about because you're waiting to see Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's showing. It's 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 preparing them to become the Black Friday stand in liners. It's all about yeah. freaking queuing up and the DMV mm-hmm. and the healthcare line yep. and every other line. Yep. yep. It's funny because I mentioned the DMV. I got to go there tomorrow and get my wife's car registered. We have all the paperwork and everything. But it's like if my kid was like. Eight months older than he is, like if he was like a year to 15 to 20 months, I'd take him to the DMV and let him get pissed as can be and answer all his questions about why we're standing there in line. Because, son, this is this is what we have to do in America. Because because just because we bought the car doesn't mean we get to drive it. We have to do this mm-hmm. to be able to drive it. Yeah. Because the sooner he learns about that gritty, awful crap that we go through day to day, the better. Then, Daddy, why are we waiting in line for a Cinnabon? We're not. Then, then, Cinnabons are only misinformation. 
then in about four years, you're going to realize that he doesn't care about what you care about, and he's not paying attention anyway. The irritating like, of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Lucas, we're, we're, we're here at the DMV because the man is uh, make, make, making me buy this. Taking money yeah. for me owning my own things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he's going to be like, Daddy, I, I don't it. care. Yeah. Yeah. I want, oh, I want a cell phone. Yeah. We have an Xbox at home. Why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, you're probably right. But I hope that I can just instill it in them a little bit. You know, just, son, it ain't all roses and nobody has a pet unicorn. Mm-hmm. It's awful. No. Anyways, that's a, a small parenting tip. I doubt any of our, lis- our regular listeners are parents. Maybe, maybe not. But if they might be. Small parenting tip from Madison. Mm-hmm. Don't misinform them on anything. Just hand it to them straight. Yep. Because you're doing them no favors. Addison's been a parent for about eight months now. And, and he's got uh, it all nailed down. Yeah. He knows everything that there is to know. <laughs> Every bit. Yeah. 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 Um, we need to talk about this next. Okay. Well, issue. let's talk about it. If we have to talk about it, is it my drinking? <laughs> we need to talk about that too, man. I know. Actually, I was going to ask you. I was going to make it a thing I'm all, where I'm I all start out. asking you every show. Any, I don't have any beer in the fridge. So that's why you're not drinking. Yeah, we need yeah. to talk about it. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to make this a thing where I ask you on every show kind of how you're doing in these areas. Cigarettes, where are we at? Uh, I've had two today. Two today. Yeah. So still buying them regularly, still smoking them regularly. Yeah, pretty much. It's been like one or two a day for the past like two weeks. All right. Well, that's better. Yeah. All right. Acceptable, I suppose. Sure. We have to talk about this next. We have to talk about it in the sense that we only talked about the grand jury decision coming out about Michael mm-hmm, Brown, mm-hmm. and now it is out. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. This is my quick opinion. And again, it's just one dude talking into a microphone to his best friend and whoever listens. I'll say this. I am definitely not one of the people who... I blocked my first person on Facebook over this, actually. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 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 That is easy, a milestone. Easy. Come on now. Calm down, Addison. Calm down. Girl I used to work with 45 minutes after the decision was announced or whatever. See the Facebook status. And it says, uh, justice has been served. Mm-hmm. Immediately disagreed with it because I'm like, justice system doesn't mean justice. No. At all. But, okay. Justice has been served. Uh, Something, something, something about support for Darren Wilson. And then this is the part that got the block, though. Hashtag Mm. pants up, don't loot. Yeah. Yeah. Instant block. Yeah. Anyways. I'm definitely not one of those people. I don't support him. I don't think that he was necessarily right. I don't think either one of them were right. That being said, the night it came out, uh, the, where I got the information was from Matthew Keys Live. He's, he's, a, he's a, at Matthew Keys Live. Matthew Keys is a journalist. He used to work for Reuters. Um, and he's basically an independent journalist now. And his, he, he's amazing. Like he, like if a, when, when Ferguson happened, like I, you could go to his website, one page where he had like all five local TV channels streaming on that one page, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like he just, he puts it together himself. That's what he does. He posted a lot of the, uh, which were released 
he posted a lot of the um, statements and things from the grand mm-hmm. jury mm-hmm. Uh, proceedings. And he posted Darren Wilson's. And I read softballs, softballs. I read a good portion of it. Softballs, every single one. What do you mean? La- what do you mean? By lazy that? slow pitches right down the middle from the prosecutor to him. Oh, you think so? The person. Yeah, so you read it? Who's, yeah, just lazy slow pitches right down the middle, like not pressing him hard at all. I'm not denying that, but I will say this: during his description of the altercation between him and and Michael Brown, he asked for a script. You're getting a little conspiratorial. Just let me let me finish my thought, then you can okay, go for it. Sure. I felt like he seemed to be genuinely based on again words on a page or on a screen rather. I felt like he seemed to be genuinely concerned for his life in that situation. Yeah, because he's when getting he started, his ass handed to him when he started punching and 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 yeah, because trying the to get dude in the vehicle, was knocking him out. Well, and the dude was like. Six four or something, right? And this dude, this dude's like five eight. Yeah, yeah, real short. We can say spindly white dude, you yeah. know. And this, the, anyways. After reading that, the only thing it really did for me was I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, there is that side of it. Yeah, and that's about all I did. Uh, here, Again, here. not a supporter. Don't think. Oh, justice has been served. I don't think any of that. Yeah, I still think there's a thousand angles to everything. Mm-hmm. But that information, which was new, I felt like, okay, there is that side to it. Yeah. Because if I was a, a, an officer of the law and I, and I stopped somebody and based on what he said happened with, with the way he charged and, and, and was very confrontational, <coughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I don't know that it might not end up the way that it did with him. Yeah. I can't say that. And again, I've never been in his shoes, you know, on and on. Long and short. Long and short. Michael Brown, criminal and a thug. Okay, Darren Wilson. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. Darren Wilson. Okay. Um, uh, a hot-headed cop with something to prove. That's obvious. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being truthful. That's obvious. And those two forces met and, and somebody died. Something right. like this is this is this is what happened. Um, with all the police brutality, the case of police brutality in the country, why uh, my my question everybody is why is this one getting the most attention? Why? Because he's black. There's a no. There's a specific. There's there's white cop on black crime all the time. Why specifically? Why this case? I don't why know. is What's this getting ma- media attention? Why does the Trayvon Martin thing get so much attention? I have a feeling it's going to be fifty fifty. I'm going to love and hate your answer. Well, but maybe why? it's cry wolf. Okay. What you what the the American government? What the police force? The 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 fascist police. Occupying Entity force we have state. in this country, right? Um, this or- Orwellian police force that we that is is running the United States, um, from the NSA on down yeah, to your yeah, local, yeah, yeah. Sure. Every bureau, every FBI, CIA, DA, whatever. Um, <clears throat> what what they're trying to do, what their goal, and the media is playing their game. What their goal is to do? No, really? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. What their goal is to do is to discredit. I thought the media was all about for the people, man. <laughs> it's to discredit anyone making an argument that with an officer that off that uh, police forces in this country is out of control. That law enforcement in this country is completely out of control. They're trying. So what you do is you the media doesn't highlight the cases where police brutality, the, where 
um, the uh, accusations of police brutality are justified. They find one where it's not really justified murky. when right. it's where it's murky, and they highlight the crap out of it, so that anyone, basically, so that you can have two sides of the issue. See, if when if 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 um, um, a black man comes up to a cop with a newsy and shoots the cop, and another shot cop shoots that that guy, right? Yeah, that, that's done justified, done. right? Justified, okay. And yeah, closed book, right? It's one extreme when a a white cop shoots an innocent black man. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That's that's another extreme. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you really can't, you have to come down on one side or the other unless you're a terrible person, right? Yeah. And no one uh, wants to yeah. be seen as a terrible person. Oh, yeah. But when not. you have an issue like this that's so murky and you can have one side or the other and you can have good people. And people really divided, I'll also that's what say. I'm po- that's what the point I'm getting at is really good people yeah. who really do think but maybe you're misinformed or maybe don't have but they're they're coming down on the other side of the issue and they're they're being divided about it and they're arguing about it. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it becomes the same game that we play in politics of Republican versus Democrat. And who is right and who is wrong and mm-hmm. who is the actual party you should vote for doesn't matter because they're both on the same side anyway. If you get us fighting um my side versus your side then we're never going to talk about the issues or get anywhere with them exactly yeah. and we've had this we've had we've, i've said the same thing about politics it's the same thing with with the michael brown shooting is if you get enough people fighting about it mm-hmm. then guess what they're not working towards solving the problem that gave us this situation in the first place, which is of an overmilitarized police force or body exactly, which is, or whatever which it is, is the right. fascist orwellian police force we have in this country and so not only are you dividing everybody who might do something about overthrowing this or fascist police force, flying rip, right? Okay, but you're also discrediting anybody who's going to make tries to make the argument that black people in this country are discriminated against, yeah. and that minorities Which and the poor in this country are. are discriminated against. Yes, and the fact that if you're not rich in this country, you are a second class citizen, and you might as well be a slave. You are a debt slave already, and you're a wage slave. Hmm. If you don't have a million dollars in this country, you're black. And if you're black in the United States, you are persecuted and you're prosecuted. And you will probably end up in jail or in a cemetery or never ever yeah. never ever getting getting the things that everybody else seems to be able to get out of life. That taking it as far as you did, uh, in my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit extreme just tying the two of those. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with the rich rich support that kind of thing, but what you said about um, fighting about like I can't even tell like I could pull up Facebook now like we're a week later nothing's even really happened you know yeah. we had some protests and stuff the first night in Ferguson I, from what I understand was pretty rocky some police cars on fire things like that but even now I could just scroll through Facebook in 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 half a dozen minutes and find as many or more. Uh, posts about about this kind of thing, and and like you said, it's it's all one side or the other. It's all it's all you know. Uh, get off Darren Wilson's back. He's he he did what he had to do. Yada yada yada. Or it's or or it's what I'd also consider to be an extreme the other way. Whereas like uh, cops cops are going to kill any innocent black person they can. Black people are persecuted. Black people can't do anything in this country, which frankly is a bit of an extreme. Now, like you said, while there's definitely very clear discrimination against minorities in this country and and that pisses me off because people 
people in my family, immediate family, people that are no more well-off necessarily than I am, you know, mid to low tax bracket people are like, you know, oh, there's, there's, there's no racism in this country. Like, why, why would, no one's racist. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, right. yes, people are. Like, if you, if, if you look at the stats, if you look at, not only in terms of crime, but in terms of jobs, in terms of, and, and you can blame it on some very real reasons in terms of community violence, rap music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as we've discussed on past episodes. But it's like, no, 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 that exists. That, if you think that's, that's not the case, you're mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, and you you can call it bad decision making, you can call it substance abuse, you can call it fathers not being in the picture, and all those may play a very big part and be, you know, things that you want to address. But no, it totally happens. Yeah, it totally happens. <clears throat> and that was just like every other issue. Like <clears throat> Sunday, um, there were some apple pies that were made at, at work. At, oh, at work. Okay. So they got put in the oven. Yeah. And they got left there, and they got left way too long. Uh-huh. Burnt up pies. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't put the pies in the oven. I didn't know it wasn't messing with the oven. I didn't know that there wasn't a timer on them. They got burnt. They got burnt. They got burnt up. They got really dark. Yeah. So did you guys call the national guard? No, we didn't because they weren't that dark yet. Um, but we so racist. Pulled them out of the oven. <laughs> right. They're all burnt up, and the boss gets on a tirade. Oh, of course. No, we just made those pies. Well, now we're going to be out of. Now we're you know we have to make more pies and, and these are and, burnt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he spent. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, trying to find out who put the pies in, who left the timer off. Yeah. Who's the culprit of basically trying these to find, burned pastries? Trying to assess blame. Yeah. In, the, in that time, he could have made more pies and had them in the oven already. And almost been done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole, that's the whole thing with, with this situation is that it's all about assigning blame. It's not about finding out what the real problem is, what the real culprit is. Uh-huh. Of communities or, or police. Yeah. yeah just, either side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not about rolling up your sleeves and actually just making remaking the pies and uh, and actually doing something to solve the situation. It's about assessing blame. Because we have this we have this idea in this country and in, the, in our culture of this wor- entire world that if we can find out who to blame for a problem, then the problem's, the problem's gone. Right. The problem doesn't exist. Which is absolutely not the case. Yeah. Anyone that's ever worked a mildly labor-like job knows that's not the case. Like, it's just, no, your biggest question is, who's going to fix it? Yeah. Who are the people that are going to fix it? Like, with with the, a classic case of the Gulf oil spill, right? Right. Everybody was talking about how we were going to prosecute BP, BP. BP, BP, yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. Okay, we need, we need to get the oil out of, out of the sea. Yeah, exactly. Okay? The problem is the fact that... Fish are dying <clears throat> and ecosystems being polluted, etc. The problem is the fact that profits are being put over the well-being of the, the, the human race for the rest of it, eternity. For the rest of our existence as humanity and this planet, the profits are being, are being, uh, are, 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 yeah, profits are, are, are taking control. Like, the, yeah. the, the, pro- the problem is, uh, is, is corporate greed. Not, not will we prosecute BP and will they have to pay a fine? It's... Corporate greed is killing our planet. Yeah. And is going to make us go extinct as a species if we're not careful. Yeah. Two more things about this Ferguson <laughs> thing. And this is really a question or a point of discuss it for a second. What do you think about the fact? I feel like when it first happened, um, everybody here was obviously like, holy crap, look at the news, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, the, the night the grand jury thing came out, and then the subsequent days to follow, they were protesting, like, 72 cities. 
Like I, I don't know if you got on Twitter at all, but I mean, yeah. Seattle, Washington, Washington D.C., New Times Square, like that, like. It's just weird to me that the country is on my hometown for something other than the World Series, which, let's be honest. You don't care about? We kill. No, it's going to be nice to the Cardinals here for a second. But I, I, yeah, I do truly don't care. But no, it's it's a little weird to me that everyone sort of picked up this bandwagon of, I don't know, just like, just like with the Trayvon thing, I didn't really have much to say about it because mm-hmm. it wasn't my community, Was didn't really know him, don't really care whatever the jury decides about. What is his face? The guy that shot him? Uh, Zimmerman. Oh, yeah, George Zimmerman. You know, I was like, whatever the jury decides or the local, you know, whatever decides is going to decide, and guess what? That's how where the chips are going to fall. But with this thing, like, the whole country's watching and kind of getting on board. What what do you feel about that? Is that... It seems a bit extreme to me. Or is it just, we all just need something? Or what? No, it doesn't. You know, like, what... It's not not extreme at all. Um, I think there there are... more justifiable cases that we that we can get behind, um, rather than the Michael Brown shooting. However, it's a good thing if uh, people are revolting, if the people are uh, protesting, it's a good thing. We need to, we really do need need to address the problem of um, racial and uh, economic discrimination in this country. Um, economic. See, discrimination. but I feel like that is the uh, a point among many, perhaps. But that's the like. No one's out there talking about what are we gonna do about these communities? Like no one holding a sign saying that. Like they're saying things like Black Lives Matter, which again, yeah, not true. not a bad point with but what like happened I said, and everything. But, but it's like what come people on. need to realize in this whole situation is it's indicative of a larger problem, which is if you like don't instead have of, instead of if go the ahead. larger problem is if you don't have a million dollars, you are black. Okay, in this country, if you don't have a million dollars, you are black. Take all the old prejudices, all the um, all the uh, what what word am I looking for? Um, stereotypes. Well, not not stereotypes, but uh, but but disadvantages uh-huh. of the African American community over the past fifty years. Yeah. Okay. Fifties and sixties. Now, instead of it's it's, it's for the poor. Well, it doesn't matter whether you're Latino or white or black or or Asian in this country. If you don't have a million dollars. All those prejudices that used to apply to black people now apply to you. Yeah. And that's the God truth. That's scripture right there. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you you have to realize this isn't an issue of the rise up and overcome isn't black people need to be, need Value to stop being discriminated beyond. against. It's right. the fact that they're coming for us too. They're coming for the poor whites too, and for the Latinos too, and it's it's never going to stop unless we stop it. Well, see, the point I was going to make a second ago, like, it's at the point now where you know Jay Z or Russell Simmons or whoever it is is going to get a headline on BuzzFeed because they tweeted, you know, Black Lives Matter prayers to Michael Brown's family. As sweet as a sentiment as that is. It's not a sweet sentiment. It's a, to- why, it's a token. Well, why doesn't a BuzzFeed or a Salon or a whoever the dot com, why don't they say, oh, really, Mr. Jay-Z? Because how about all the songs uh, about communities exactly like Ferguson with young men, yourself, self-described in these songs, mm-hmm. doing exactly what you, in this community, doing exactly what you put forth in, in, in your music. And, yeah. and, and in your art form, I'm not going to say it's not art, but like what, like, 
How about that? How about putting them on blast for? And this is a point you made a couple episodes ago. But like, yeah. how about how about looking at it in a little bit different light in terms of, ooh, a powerful rich black man has something to say about this poor downtrodden family slash community. Okay, that's great. But on the flip side, this guy has made every cent he has off of this type of environment and perpetuating this type of violence and these types of communities and these types of cops versus mm-hmm. us and you hip know, hip hop and rap has has done more to to um, impoverish the black community. No, hip hop and rap has done more to uh, stunt the intellectual growth of um, the the world or a generation yeah. than uh, than anything else. I think even the internet and video games haven't made us as stupid as rap music has. Rap music has made us stupid. I mean, stupid. Yeah, we we need to move on because we spent a lot of time on it and we're starting to circle the stuff of who we said and angry before. and think that our our anger is justifiable when it's not. Yeah, or that or that uh, that uh, us versus them and a uh, and a uh, you know the mentality is again because of rap in the hip hop culture the mentality is that change for you and to make change mm-hmm. is a gun in your belt and and when that that a sign of success and a sign of you having made it or whatever is rims on your car yeah and in reality none of those matter yeah you know like fly, a, like a gun in your belt doesn't honeys. help your community one damn bit mm-hmm. you know all it all it does is lead to situations like this when cops have no choice but to think oh here here here's a black man who who maybe committed this robbery perhaps he's he has a firearm it's ridiculous on both sides it's ridiculous mm-hmm. moving on Black Friday, yay. Bunch of sales. Um, did you hear about... There's another interesting story. Did you or did you not, sir? This is from The Hollywood Reporter, so it's valid. It was the only one I could find. I had crappy internet when I was looking up this story. Uh, did you hear about what happened over Black... I think it was Black Friday weekend or Thanksgiving weekend uh, with Sony Pictures? Did you see no. any headlines about that? No. Um, yeah, Sony Pictures... Uh, again, this is from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, for some reason, I don't. Oh yeah, they got hacked. It. They got hacked. Well, they. <coughs> I don't know that we know it's a hack. Like I think it's way more possible that it was an employee. But uh, anyways, um, cyber intrusion. The FBI said Monday that it is investigating computer hacking of Sony Pictures Entertainment. So I guess maybe they have decided to hack it. That has forced the studio to shut down its email and other systems, and might have also led. Well, th- this is the part that I wanted to talk about to some movies being leaked for piracy online. Mm-hmm. Like, there were four movies that aren't out yet yeah. that were released online. I guess they have the Pirate Bay and things like that. Uh, the ha- Yeah, the hacking of Sony began about a week ago when a group called Guardians of Peace, or hashtag GOP, yeah. Yeah, short, I read a little bit about this. gained access to the studio system and arranged there, for a bizarre image and poorly worded text. Yeah, I, I decided not to care because none of the movies sounded interesting. Well, yeah, I wanted to get down to titles included Fury, which is out now and stars Brad Pitt, Annie, which opens December 19th, and To Write Love in Our Arms, which won't be released until next year, which is kind of interesting. Probably because it sucks and they have to go back and edit it a bunch. Because To Write Love in Our Arms was this emo thing against suicide. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was interesting that that there's movies that... Yeah, aren't out uh, yet that are out thanks to the internet. I was actually making this like, making this point to uh, to Jason earlier. And smart nerds um, about about Sony. It's, it's probably because of the PlayStation, because PlayStation has. has are you re- familiar with any of the history? Yeah, they refused to play the NSA game. No, they. Well, I don't. I don't know anything about that, but they've. The PlayStation's gotten a lot of weird, weird news stories about it. 
Like, um, there was a guy, George Holtz, mm-hmm. Geohot is, is what he was known online. And he was the one who basically, I think it was the PS3, did the equivalent of jailbreaking it, which mm-hmm. is where you could, the, the software that was on it, you could install things on it. Yeah. Like it, it, you know, it couldn't play DVDs in certain environments, but you know, you could, you could do this software patch to it and it could. Mm-hmm. And Sony was like, we're suing you for a billion dollars. When all he did was write a simple software script that was like, oh, here you can use your hardware how you want. Yeah. As opposed to Sony saying, anyway, yeah, PlayStation had a lot of weird news. Mm-hmm. What were you saying though? The NSA? Oh, they haven't played the NSA game like Microsoft is obviously. Are they like not going to, what do you mean? Like they, they're not allowing them to well, see look, PlayStation they're not, accounts? They're not, or they don't, well, they don't give out their user information. Just like cell phone companies. Right. To the, to, to the government the gives, or, out their, right. gives out user information. Sony's refused to do that? Uh, yeah. That's Micro- pretty Microsoft, awesome. Microsoft does. Yeah. So, That's so here's the thing with Xbox versus PlayStation. Like the PlayStation has so many leaks and hacks, right? Over the past that, over the past year, the Xbox One has a camera. Yeah, that's always on. Well, hold on, and always it's, listening. It's it's anyways, but the PlayStation. The reason why Sony's gotten hacked so much is because it's, it's the government trying to get them to fall in line with the rest. Hell no! Are you seriously the making that point? You think I, so? I, I, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Maybe I wouldn't doubt it if if. Do so you think it's like that guy in House of Cards? The hey, government's paying nerds to, to hit Sony. Just yeah. hit, hit, do whatever. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you think hackers want their uh, their their video games to go away? No, they love their video games. That's true. Hackers do love video yeah. games. it's a scientific fact. It's yeah, it's science. You can't you can't argue with it. No, you can't. Well, you could, but you'd be wrong. Um, that's funny. That's an interesting. Well, you might have something there. Did you see that online, or did you come up with that on your own? I came up with that on my own. BS. Did you really? And I based that on absolutely nothing. Besides my own gut react. Sounds pretty nifty, gut, though. Only like gut it. feel. I dig it. Yeah. Good job bringing stuff to the table, man. Thanks, man. I like that. Yeah. Let's get down to one cigarette a day next week. Nope. When we do the show. Come on. Well, I guess it's pretty hard. To, if you're down to two, it's pretty hard to go down to one, because two, you can do one earlier in the day and one later in the day. It's pretty yeah. Hard, it's pretty hard to go down from that. But uh, anyways, more government weird news. Well, not weird so much, but... uh. Mark Cuban, you familiar with Mark Cuban? Yeah, a little bit. Owner like, of the Mavericks. He's, he's got that sandwich. The Cuban sandwich. No, that's not him. Okay, never mind. Gosh. No, I don't think he has any affiliation with sandwiches. The beloved sandwich. Okay, the Cuban sandwich. I do. I do actually really love a good Cuban. Mm-hmm. Like some pickles mm-hmm. and some some mustard, roast mm-hmm. beef, and you remember that place we Swish worked at? Well, Garden actually, Cafe. Well, yeah, we didn't work there together. I worked yeah. there after you. Which is funny because I was like, hey, Matt, I'm working here now. And you were like, oh, dude. Yeah. That's literally how it went. But yeah, they had oh, a great Cuban sandwich. Pretty good. Really, like a, threw it on the panini, you know, the little George Foreman in the grill there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Get that bread nice and crusty, a nice pickle. I could really go for a Cuban sandwich right now. Mmm, sandwich. I just don't think there's anywhere to get one at 9.53 on a Monday night. No, definitely not. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Life is terrible. Oh, my. It's pretty tough. Mark Cuban, if you like tech and you like sports, it's not hard to like Mark Cuban, the straight-shooting Dallas Mavericks owner, wins championships, builds companies and fights patent trolls, all while maintaining a down-to-earth attitude with fans and the public. That's why it's so disappointing to hear his views on net neutrality. Listen to this. Speaking to Business Insider event in New York, Cuban doubled down on a recent Twitter rant in which he likened the FCC's proposal proposed broadband regulation to some sort of socialist dystopia. We're seeing, and I'm just going to say what he says here and then I'll edit it. 
We're seeing competition, but everyone is like, the big ISPs are going to f*** everyone, said Cuban, who argued on Monday that the public is better off waiting for competition between broadband providers than running the risks of regulation. Regulation. The profane billionaire pointed to the FCC's reaction to the Janet Jackson nipple slip incident. That's a really old incident. To argue the agency is inherently political and will ultimately screw up forbearance or whatever pro-consumer mandate it tries to impose. In Cuban's view, the widespread fears that ISPs like Comcast will squeeze small websites are illusory. Illusory? Is that how you say that? While the outlook for, the f- for fast internet is better than we think. Cuban assured the audience that years from now we'll all be awash in 8 gigabit internet and so we can rest easy. Cuban pointed to Google's new fiber service in Austin. Which, by the way, things like Google Fiber have Comcast shaking in their boots. Mm-hmm. 79 bucks a month for literally the fastest internet you've ever seen you could you could have a 60 inch HDTV 1080p in every room in your house and start streaming a high definition movie on Netflix on all of them all at the same time and they wouldn't buffer I put that in commonplace terms you so, catch what I just said yeah yeah it's so they're really maddening. fast huh <laughs> Wow. Cuban pointed to Google's new fiber service and office and AT&T's proposed wireless broadband services to suggest that the internet competition is alive and well. <coughs> he also dismissed concerns about Verizon and other ISPs throttling Netflix, Netflix unless they paid a toll is irrelevant to the net neutrality debate, which I think is a bit hard. Like, yeah. I, I do think it's relevant. While acknowledging that there's not enough competition, Cuban suggests the problem will solve itself as more companies rush in to offer more internet options. And then they kind of break it down. They're like, if only this were true... One questioner pointed out Google Fiber and AT&T services cover only a minuscule part of land and there's no indication they'll be spreading anytime soon. Meanwhile, the situation is likely to get worse as Comcast is poised to entrench its monopoly position in many markets by swallowing its largest rival, Time Warner Cable. So he's arguing for free market? Yes. Which is what the cable companies want, right? Mm, yeah, well... <clears throat> here's here's, here's, here's what, uh, what I think is might be... Maybe, maybe, maybe you should, maybe we should do some research and see how much stock Mark Cuban owns in Time Warner <laughs> or in Comcast. You might, might. Because it's, because <clears throat> here's the thing. Well, he's not necessarily playing them up. Here's the thing. He's Mark, just kind of saying, let's play this out. Yeah. Or uh, where, where Mark Cuban's investments are, because it's not about, it's not about his personal opinion. Because yeah. guess what, Mark Cuban's always gonna—he's gonna be able to afford high-speed internet, no matter who, no matter how much it is. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Um, it's it's about money. How much money is Mark Cuban gonna make off of th- what M- Mark Cuban is about to say, and that yeah. determines what Mark Cuban's gonna about to say. Yeah. Money, 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 money. That's what determined what he just said. Yeah. Does doesn't matter why that's where he comes from. Why right. he's saying he's irrelevant. His the argument he's making is irrelevant. The only mar- argument he's ever going to make is, money, money, is money. the one that makes him the most money. Yeah. So this argument, it, it <clears throat> if we if you you don't have regulations of the internet mm-hmm. and and things like that, guess what? That makes him more money. So that's why he's on that side of the argument. Yeah. Let me pitch two quick things at you. Number one, at face value, I'm against government regulation. I'm against government regulation of food, largely. I'm against government regulation of roads. I'm against government government regulation because they kind of come in and screw things up. That's one side. Number two, 
I, I disagree on the roads. Number two... Kind of need a government to do that. That's kind of what governments we'll do. We'll put them but, together, but not necessarily regulate them. But let's pull up a slightly dated technology known as the telephone. Mm. And, and 10 years ago, 15 years ago, everyone had one in their home. and You could pick it up and call whoever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And about 10 years into that game... Well, I guess more, because the phone's been around for a long time. About maybe 20 or 30 years into that game... Uh, when you moved into a home, you could choose to have Southwestern Bell as your phone provider or AT&T or whoever else. Mm-hmm. And maybe the difference was price and or maybe the difference was these people offered long distance. These people offered it for free. These people didn't, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And it kind of all shook down to where it's 2014. We all got a phone. Yeah. And even... I guess it'd be like 10 years now, but back up eight, 10 years when everybody had a phone in their house, it all kind of shook down. We had more than one phone provider. You could get more than one phone well, provider. Well, the technology, the technology moved. Yeah, From but it was still competition. There was still competition. There was still a company providing the service <clears throat> that wanted to make money off you, which is yeah. what these internet companies do. And all those, all those companies. I just which... think it's easier to monopolize for internet companies. That was the point I was getting to. Okay. I just, I, I think that in terms of like a Comcast, and you can talk all day about how they got there, mm-hmm. acquisitions or whatever, well, yeah, the, or infrastructure or whatever. But the point is, they have a monopoly. Yeah, and uh, they can screw who, who they want. Here's the, here's the thing: the the, inter- the technology of the internet isn't going to change in the next twenty years. S- cell phones the killed landlines. Yeah. Okay, so that's why yeah. all the landline companies jumped ship and went to cell phones. Yeah. All right, and now they're also providing internet, like AT and T stuff, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Verizon, whoever. Um, but. But that's that's the thing. That's why it's such a big battle right now. Is the internet's not going anywhere, so you, you have to be able to regulate it in in its form now and its form fifty years in the future. But it's not going anywhere. Yes, but is, isn't it a possibility that I feel like there's some middle ground here, and I'm not a politician and or. I mean, I'm a wizard how to use the internet, but I'm not a wizard in terms of infrastructure and things. I feel like there's some middle ground here where you can have the best of both worlds. You can have the best like of... Like Hannah f- Montana. Mm. No, never mind, okay. Just gloss over that joke. Bad joke. Mm. Mad, dumb, mad Moving joke. On. Yep. I feel like there's there's some middle ground where you can have a free market where you can kind of pick and choose who you want with internet with very little difficulty based mm-hmm. on what they offer. And let's... You know what? Let's even throw out something weird, like all of this weird stuff of Netflix and, you know, because like, let's say, because, you know, the Comcast thing, we're going to throttle Netflix unless Netflix pays us money. Let's say we make that illegal and yet internet then becomes a little bit more subsidized in terms of, okay, my parents are 50 years old. What do they need to do? They need to check email. They need to watch Netflix. I can get them a $15 a month plan. It'll be great. Me? I want to download lots of movies and stuff. I want to run my own web server out of my home. Mm-hmm. I should get the $60 a month plan. You know what I mean? Like yeah. somewhere in the middle in terms of usage, but also a free market in, in in the sense where I can pay for whatever I want. Yeah. You know, which is almost how cell phone companies do. Because like now you walk into whoever it is and you pay for five gigabytes, 10 gigabytes or unlimited or whatever. Let's say we start doing that at home. I mean, yeah, you're screwing the consumer a little bit dollar wise. But I feel like in the long run, it's freer anyways because, hey, people are paying for what they want. And if you don't need an unlimited connection, 
then you don't have to buy it. Yeah. And and throttling and all that be darned. Like make that throttling illegal. Throttling be damned. The, throttling be damned, exactly. I feel like there's some middle ground there. Why hasn't somebody smarter than me thought of this to the point where it's workable? Because need, there's too much money to be made. I need to call my congressman. Workable. Who is my congressman? <laughs> Who is my congressman? <laughs> Hashtag millennial. Yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. I think we should move on to that time of the show where we say goodbye. You think so? I don't know. Do you have anything else? I didn't necessarily. Well, Christmas is coming up. Mm. I was going to piss and moan about Christmas for a little while. Let's save that for the next podcast. I'll say one thing. Because you should follow me on Instagram. It'll be closer. You should follow me on Instagram. What? You have an Instagram now? I've had one for a while. Oh. I've posted videos of you on there. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you wouldn't. But anyways, I'm doing a hilarious photo series that I call Mary Pistmas. Mm. I'll share the pictures when we get off the air. It's it's. I think it's pretty funny. Okay. I, I think you'll find it amusing as well. Perhaps our listeners will. Regardless, uh, yeah, it's that time of the show. Thanksgiving is here. This whole season is here. Yeah, we can't get into that. We'll do that next episode. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling all of your closest friends about your favorite podcast. Give that some thought. No, their their favorite. Let's be honest. Everyone's favorite podcast right now is Serial. Joe Rogan. Ex- Serial. Yeah, I've heard of it. I was yeah, making a joke about the Joe Rogan show. I know. No, that's he's a- always number one on freaking iTunes. Yeah, well, he's not number one right now. Is it Serial? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Is any good? They've had like they had like they're going by seasons, right? One and a or- half million episodes their last their last. Uh, one, one and a half million downloads. Their last episode, yeah. One and a half million episodes in one day. They just I put know, them all right? Up. There's there's yeah. a there's a half million episode season. Prolific that podcaster. Let me tell you what. Yeah. Puts Lil Wayne to shame. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it. But what if podcasts had mixtapes? This is we're doing a mixtape right now. Like that's this. Yeah. Yeah, but what if a mixtape is just a mixtape is just demos. It's just, just yeah, demos. That's, true. that's all that's it true. is. That's true. It's just unpolished, rough, rough un- things that are not polished up. That's, That's all what we should is. do. We should do a mixtape. Wait, this is uh, well this more is unpolished it. than this because this is pretty polished. It's not that polished. No, it's not. But if the, if a polished is like a ten, we're like a four. Out. That's that's a little hurtful, Matt. I put some money into this, this equipment and stuff. Yeah. Well, we could be more polished. Oh, thanks. I don't want to be more polished, though. I like, well, I'll tell I like you what, next week when I come over to do the podcast in your freaking bedroom, why don't you have some egg cartons on the walls to eliminate the echo? Okay? Because I don't eat eggs. <laughs> That's the most honest answer. You're just, you're totally not, I could do it, or good idea, or maybe, or just, I don't eat eggs. Yeah. Like, how would I do? Like, what would what do I mean? do with all the eggs? Yeah, exactly. Would you expect me to buy cartons of it? Like, what do, what do you mean, sir? First off, that's a lie. I love eggs. Eggs are awesome. Is it really? Yeah. Mm, you had me going. No, oh, I like eggs. Anyways, eggs are pretty good. They it's are. a very versatile food. Everybody out Over there, easy, put them on go sandwiches. get some eggs. And then send us the cartons. Yeah. And we'll put them on the walls. Exactly. That way. And I, they'll be, then uh-huh. we'll have a little less echo down the road. I can't eat that many eggs, investment. bro. I can't eat that many eggs. My cholesterol is high enough already. Can't eat that many eggs. It probably is. You're, you, I was going to say something mean, but. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, have a nice week. Um, yeah. See you at Christmas. Uh huh. I feel like it's right around the corner, and that's what's so depressing.
depressing. Yeah, it's like three I weeks away. It, I want it to be never. I don't want it to be. Can we skip it? Can we can we skip Christmas? <laughs> Why don't we write our congressman about the issues that really matter? Let's get a White House petition to just cancel Christmas this year. You sound like you can a, still have the day off. Yeah, but just all the shopping and the cold for the parts of the country that get it was canceled. You sound like the bad guy from like a bad TV holiday movie. Oh, I'm going to cancel Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just. It's just a giant yeah. pain though for everyone who's ever worked food service or hospitality or retail. It's just it's there's nothing enjoyable about this time of year. It's awful. Except for the food and the family. No, I don't like the food, really. And the, the, the traditional meals. I don't... Okay. All right. There you go. Now you're yeah. talking to daddy's heart. Uh-huh. Whiskey, make, whiskey goes so much better in the cold, man. Because it naturally warms you up. Yeah. That's science. That's God's earmuffs. Mm-hmm. It's not Whiskey. Re- it's not God's really, earmuffs. Yeah, it's not really warming you up so much as, you know... Killing Tricking your, se- your body. Killing it, yeah. sensation. Yeah. So, you yeah, know... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an aesthetic. It's an, an anesthesia, more than Anyways, anything. maybe the next episode... The whole episode, we'll drink some holiday drinks. We'll get some hot apples, alcoholic apple cider. I'll just sip it the whole episode. Maybe sure. I'll be more in the Christmas spirit then. Mm-hmm. Instead of it'll be on you to make it. Can I have my cider cold instead uh, of hot? The alcoholic one, yeah. Because usually it's a hot. I know, but I like it cold. I sure. I cold, got. Hard, I don't know. Like cold hard cider, and then instead of like cider, can I have it be beer instead? Are you just asking if you can have a six-pack of stag during our next episode? Is that what you're I asking? I think so. I think that's what I I'm asking. I think that is what you're asking. The answer is no. We're trying to keep your drinking under control. You never Matt, let me do anything fun. Whatever. Put up, some, put up some egg cartons and you can do whatever you want. Okay. Seriously. Right. You, you put up one egg carton <laughs> on the wall for the next episode. You can have... You can have... You can have midget strippers and body shots on our next one, episode. One dirty styrofoam egg carton. Yeah, exactly. That you pulled push, out of the dumpster on the push way Push pinned to the wall, torn up, and it's going to have egg yolk still inside of it. Yeah. But that's my promise to you. Midget strippers and what else did I say? Midget strippers and uh, body shots. <laughs> and we'll, and Off we'll, the midget strippers? Yeah, absolutely. All right. And I'll, I'll, even, I'll even try and get you some cocaine. No promises. I don't like coke. You know that. The funny thing is, it's totally grounded in real life experiences. It's true, yeah. That's what I love I about you, like Matt. it. Like, like, you won't say that you like or don't like something unless you truly don't. And I don't like it. The one thing I appreciate about you. He says he doesn't like cocaine because he's tried it and it wasn't his thing. Yeah, not my speed. I love it. Not for me. What a great dude you are, Matthew. You too, Addison. You too. We're both good dudes. Doing a good podcast. Signing off for the good dudes. Until next time. This is Matt. This is Addison. Thanks for listening, everybody. In in Audio Land. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. I forgot that one. How, how could you forget? This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.